Hey everyone, welcome back to the All Things Gymnastics Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Brittany. And this is the first episode that me and Ashley are doing on Zoom because we are not together. As many of you may know, Ashley is in Tampa right now covering the U.S. National Championships with Inside Gymnastics. And I'm back home. It's been a fun weekend. A lot of gymnastics. Like I mentioned last week at the end, I don't know if you guys listened to that part, but our friend Sarah came and stayed with me for a couple of days so that was really fun. And then, yeah, just watching championships. I haven't really talked to Ashley much today, so she just got back to the hotel. It is 11.15 p.m., and we are going to attempt to record this a podcast. Is, this is my earliest day, surprisingly. If you're listening to this and you think that that's really, really late, I was out much later working every single night. <laughs> this The final night of competition, I'm like, 11 o'clock, let's go party. Like, yeah. it's early. <laughs> what? Is it the latest you went to bed? Probably yesterday at like two in the morning. So I've had an issue with not being able to stop working because there was just so many things that needed to be done. So I would be like, you know, I'm at a good stopping point. I can finish this tomorrow. And then I find myself laying in bed, working on things in a note in my phone instead of going to sleep. (laughs) Um, Yesterday, we had a little bit of an issue. So it was senior men's finals. And... By the time the competition ended and they do the awards, they name the national team. That's a whole process. It takes a million years. It takes forever. Yes. It, especially the guys because they have more events. So it was super, super long. By the time that by the time that was over, it was like we it was already late. Mm-hmm. And then we had to go do interviews and Danelle Wittenberg and Brody Malone got pulled for drug testing. So they went and did that and that took forever. And I think by the time they came to us, it was it was past 11 for sure you left the arena i believe two hours after the competition had ended we left around midnight i'm pretty sure and i got back around 12 30 and then i i had to keep working because i had more work i had to do there was videos i had to get up on youtube i still had to write a recap to go up on the website yeah Um, yeah there's just there's just things that needed to be done so very long days um most days are 12 hours or more you know, I'm I'm usually up around eight o'clock and I'm not actually in bed until around one or two. And then I go to sleep and I wake up and do it again the next day for a week. So this is my first championships. Yes. Actually, I wanted to mention that too. It was always her dream to work for Inside Gymnastics. And this was really special because this was her first championship. So like, I guess, how do you feel about it? <laughs> Is it fun, stressful, tiring? I'm probably at least tiring. <laughs> I can imagine well, that. I think it definitely, uh, maybe a little bit tiring. I think it definitely sounds tiring. Like when I talk about it, people are going to be like, oh my gosh, that sounds exhausting. I think I got used to it as like the days went on. You kind of just get in grind mode and you're just doing your thing and everything's just kind of flowing. Um, like I'm, I'm surprisingly not even that tired. I think I'm used to staying up late and working for this past week. Your body's just like accustomed to it now. Yeah. And there is an element to it where, and this is going to sound really corny, but like it's gymnastics, obviously. So like, it's my passion. So it's not like I'm staying up late doing math equations. You know what I mean? Doing something that I hate. Right. It's not boring to you. It's work, but it's something that you enjoy doing. Right. And I also find that unfortunately, I sometimes I I feel that I'm most creative and my mind is kind of sharp at night. So I get ideas and I want to start writing things. And this this is even just not when I'm doing championships like this happens all the time. I get ideas 
I mean, we've had a lot of great ideas between both of us birthed through my mind at the wee hours of the night or the morning. The Twist Gym blog was created at night. This podcast was created at night. It's when you're the most creative for some reason. I can't relate. I'm I'm usually pretty dead. Like right now I'm like, good night. <laughs> well, and not to mention too, our hotel is right by this nightclub. Like right by this nightclub. Yes. And it is so loud. I've never been in a hotel where you can hear so much noise outside. Yeah. People in Tampa have a good time. <laughs> and I can tell you from experience the last two nights. I woke up in the morning at some point and I looked at my phone and I realized it was Friday. And I was like, that makes sense. That tracks. And then I was like, great. So that I'm also going to have to deal with this the next day because that means it's Saturday night. <laughs> what about tonight, though? It's Sunday. So people are going to bed because they work in the morning or they... We'll see. But I, I'm already thinking it's a good sign because sitting here right now, I can't hear anything. And the last two days, I could. So I think we're good. <laughs> well, you should tell everybody what you found on your way out of the arena tonight. Oh, just now. Um, we were waiting for our Uber and we see a credential in the road. It was actually right by where the Uber pulled up. So we were helping, I was helping one of my coworkers like load all the crap that she had to bring into the back of the Uber. And I look down and I see the credential and it's Shane Whiskus. <laughs> so I was like, oh, cool, a souvenir. It's so funny. <laughs> so I picked it up just for like memories. <laughs> no, <laughs> I picked it up for the good of the environment. Yeah. You know? I- we don't need a letter with Shane Whiskus credentials. <laughs> I wonder if he has any idea that it's even missing. He probably doesn't care. Um, He's like, I'm he, done. Peace my, co-worker, my coworker Christy was like, we know how he felt about the meat. <laughs> yeah, he like takes his thing off like this. To be honest with you, I don't know how it happened because I also have a credential. Like basically anyone that's working the event in any capacity or the athletes, be all they're all the same credentials. And I don't know how, I guess it just came unclipped. He must have ripped it or something. I don't know. It's not, it's not like super easy just to lose because it didn't have the lanyard part. It was just the plastic and the credential. So somehow it came apart. I don't know. So <laughs> let us know, DM us your theories of how this came to be. How, how did he lose his credential? Did he get into a fight? Was he mad at how the competition went and he ripped it off? Did he just get it caught on something and he has no idea it's missing? I guess let us know. <laughs> Now I'm like thinking of all these scenarios. We should probably move on and recap the competition though. We probably should. That's what the people are here for. This was the first gymnastics meet in a very, very long time where I felt nervous and also where I just genuinely didn't know what the outcome was going to be. And we kind of said that going into this meet in our preview, just that there were so many people who could theoretically win. Yeah. That's what made it so exciting. And all the way down until the very last rotation, you know, Connor McClain was leading, but only by five tenths. Yep. And Shailise Jones, incredible because she had a fall in the first rotation and was still at the end, right in it, and actually had outscored. So Connor was on floor, Shailise was on bars, and the score that Connor got on floor was lower than what Shailise had gotten on bars day one. Yeah. So if Shailise did a normal routine, it is very likely that she could have won. And then unfortunately on the dismount, she sat it. What was was her reaction? I literally screamed. My jaw was on the floor. I was like, what just happened? Like, there's no way that just happened. Yeah. Pretty much everyone in press row reacted the same way. Like we all had our hands on our foreheads. We were all in like disbelief. Couldn't believe it. Obviously happy for Connor. Like 
no matter which way it went, I was going to be happy with it. But it's just crazy that it was so close. And all she had to do was land the dismount. I'm pretty sure she nailed them. Remembering correctly, she nailed the dismount the first day. Yeah, she did. And yeah. She had, a, she had a massive bar score day one. She tied for first with Leanne Juan on bars. I know. And you texted me that. And I'm like, there's no way. Like, you, that has to be like a typo. Like you're reading something wrong. And sure enough, yeah. I look at it. And I'm like, her bar score, because she got a 14.85 day one and a 13.6 day two. That's with a fall, a 13-6. And I think it's just because her execution is so good. She's hitting all the handstands. You know, she she performs the routine really well, aside from the dismount in the fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that massive score from day one, it, uh, it was enough for her to tie with Leanne Wan. Yeah, really incredible that she was able to not only win bars, but play second all around with two falls. That was something that she said after the competition when talking to the media. Honestly, she didn't look disappointed. She looked happy. And that was something that she said. She's like, I'm good. You know, for me to play second, having two falls, that just shows me that I am a real contender, that I am good. And, you know, just think about, this wasn't an exact quote, but basically she, she what she's getting at is just think about what I can do when I don't fall. Yeah. Oh my God, I know. And we were saying the same thing at Classics too. Like, because she had two falls at Classics, right? If I'm not mistaken. No, I have to like <laughs> go back in the yeah. article. Mind. you're asking the wrong person <laughs> me after the last week i can't tell you about classics right now Elise has not been the most consistent she yeah. unfortunately in her career so far every time there's pressure put on her or you know she's close to making it like in this meet she has a little bit of a mistake in classics as well um so I'm just thinking about how well she's scoring when she makes mistakes when she puts it all together What's going to happen? <laughs> yeah, watch out. This is Shailise Jones' era. 100%. I'm going to go back and read the top five all around. We'll start there. So obviously, we kind of already talked about Connor McClain, one. Shailise Jones, second. Jordan Childs, third. Kayla DiCello, fourth. And Jade Carey, fifth. So Connor, we talked about the all around win. She also won balance beam. Day one, she had the highest beam score so far in the world on that event with a 14.8, which is incredible. That was probably one of the best beam routines I think I've seen her do, mm-hmm. especially in her senior career. Uh, I'd have to go back and look at her junior career. I'm sure she's done similar routines in the past, but that was a pretty dang good beam routine. Well, her routine from Winter Cup was pretty damn good. <laughs> I don't know score-wise how it compared, but, you know, at the time, I remember feeling that was one of her best routines. Yeah, I think this one definitely surpasses it score-wise and just how how she executed it. I also want to point out that she has won the all-around at every single meet she's competed at this year, which is remarkable considering all the adversity she's had with her father passing, her grandmother passing, getting a concussion. Yeah, so she had shin splints in both of her legs. She got a concussion the Friday before Classics and got the flu just a week ago. Yeah. On top of everything else that happened in the last year. So, like, this girl literally cannot catch a break. And somehow, in the midst of all that, she's killing it. She won Winter Cup, Yesolo, DBT, and then Championships. Mm-hmm. I had to think for a second. I was like, Classics, but I'm like, oh, wait. She, she was Classics. Yeah. yeah. 
Also, don't forget, guys, this is her first senior national championships. It's kind of weird because, like, she technically was a senior last year, but then the whole thing happened where she she pulled out of championships and Olympic trials, and yeah. she was not having a good experience. But this is her first national championships. And when I talked to her after podium training, that was something that she talked about was how crazy it is that she's a senior, or this is her first senior national championships. And she walked in and she felt like she was a junior still, in a way. Yeah. Well, because she's been around for so long. Yeah, and she's like, whoa, I'm a senior. (laughs) One of the things I really enjoyed about Connor at this meet, and I'm sure you noticed it too from where you were sitting, just how relaxed she looked. Yeah. Even when she made a mistake, so like bars day one wasn't her best bar routine, but she got off the podium and she was smiling and she was like kind of like laughing. And Valeri looked the same way like he also looked really relaxed and I feel like in the past we would have seen a very different reaction from him if one of his gymnasts top gymnasts who's very much in contention for winning you know had made a mistake like that that could have cost them the meat um he also seemed light so I was actually that was something that I was paying attention to a lot throughout the whole competition with different coaches and gymnasts just kind of watching the dynamic and I noticed with Connor first of all I was sitting right by beam like I basically was on the balance beam like so close that you could hear their conversations yes it was super super close which was nice that was obviously for me the easiest event to watch because I was right there when you think about how she looked last year at classics she looked so like sick and not well and she just looks so different here. She looks calm. Just you can see in her face how relaxed she was. She's way more consistent. She's nailing her routines. And yeah, and, and the Volga coaches, I know that there's been issues with them in the past with Valeri. And granted, I'm not in the gym, so I don't know. But just seeing them on the competition floor, I was watching Valeri and Anna Liukin and how they interact with gymnasts, even when they make mistakes. And they do seem to be gentle. Yeah. Um, they don't seem harsh. They go they go and give the athletes a hug. They're not yelling or anything like that. So I thought that was nice. And I was also watching like Alisa Sakamoni and Chelsea Memo, Lily Leon. I'm watching all the the big wigs. Yeah. And seeing how they react. And everyone just seems a lot more encouraging when people make mistakes, which I think is a good thing. Yeah, it gives me hope for the future, honestly. Sorry, that was a little bit of a tangent. It was just a thought that I had. Like, that was things that I was thinking when I was watching athletes on beam, whether they had a mistake or not, just watching the dynamic between the athletes and the coaches. And Connor in particular, I noted how relaxed she looked, particularly before beam. I mean, I noted the same thing. Like, just getting close-up shots of her face, you're, you know, you're paying attention to those things. And that was one of the things that I noted as well. So, to me, it's a sign that we are potentially moving in the right direction i mean i'm always like cautious to say that just because like you said we don't know what goes on um all we have to base it off of is what we're seeing so you know before they compete after they compete the dynamic with the coach just how they respond to those things it's really the only thing that we can base our opinions off of i think it's very telling that with everything connor has gone through the fact that she's having her best results and also looks the happiest that she's been considering everything that she's been through i think kind of speaks for itself yeah she looks great especially given how she looked last year and then 
honestly same for Shailise. She's somebody who's also been through so much this year and the last several years, honestly. Somebody who's always been overshadowed, kind of just on the cusps, but always just misses out a little bit. So to see her have the competition that she did both days, well, day one especially, was incredible. Um, Obviously the leader after day one. She was talking to the press afterwards and she said that that felt like the best meet of her career. She was so happy. Honestly, after day one, it looked like she had won the national championship. Like she was so, so happy with herself. And it really felt like she had won. Yeah. I, mean, I think we all felt that as gymnastics fans sitting there, like it just felt like her moment. That was the vibe. Yeah. yeah. And, I'm glad, and I'm glad she had that moment, even if in the end she she finished second, obviously. Um, just for her to to have that moment where she's at the top of the leaderboard and like she's kind of in the spotlight and she's getting the recognition that she deserves and that she hasn't gotten for so long, it feels like. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of highlights, obviously, for Shaylee's. Um, one of the ones that I noted was her vault. Well, honestly, her vault both days was incredible. Actually, I meant to look up her. Let me do that real quick. Her day two vault e score. Because her day one was a nine five five zero. Okay, so her day two was a nine five. Okay. So incredible e score on vault. Like yeah. The highest of the competition for sure. And I would say just about as close to perfect as you can get. Not quite nowadays, perfect. Pretty close. Yeah, nowadays <laughs> you don't see execution scores like that very often. <laughs> So that's incredible. Her floor both days was amazing. Came away with the national title there, which was surprising to me because I actually thought that Jade was going to get it. I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm not. Su- I'm, I shouldn't say I'm surprised. They both did amazing. I guess maybe I just assumed that <laughs> the Olympic floor champion would just come away with the title, and especially considering how great Jade looked on that event. Yeah, she looked. She looked good, but I do think that I can't remember now if it was day one or two, but. Or maybe it was both days, but she actually landed short on a pass or two. I know for sure day, day two. One. I think day two she was two on her her, her last pass. I think she does three passes. It's sorry, it all kind of blurs together for me, but I noted that she had like two passes each routine that were like phenomenal, like basically stuck, and then she had one that was like not how she normally does it. Yeah. And Shailise was pretty, like, spot on. Yeah. No major landing deductions. Shailise's biggest issues came on beam and bars. So speaking of beam, day two, so that was her first event. And, you know, I think a lot of us were kind of under the assumption that if she gets through this beam routine, she won. Well, and the thing is, so her first skill, standing Arabian, she nailed it. Yeah. So she, the way she landed it, she was facing the press so she had this little smirk on her face as soon as she did it. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be good. But then she goes and falls on her series. And I'm like, shit. Yeah. Damn, Beam. Right? And I then know. I was on fire, like, though. Go ahead. Sorry, this is Zoom. We're not used to. <laughs> Normally, we can just talk over each other. And it's a little bit different when you're in person. But... Like, yell and whoever overpowers gets to be the one that speaks. Right. And I have to back off. I feel like there was just a collective sigh of, what's the word I'm looking for? Not relief. Like, sigh of disappointment. 
I, yeah, I wouldn't want to say like disappointment because we weren't disappointed in her, but I feel like everyone in that moment, the second she came off, you're we all like, oh no. Like everyone was rooting for her so bad. Yeah, we were all wanting this to happen and now it's like, it's going to be more of a challenge than we were wanting it to be. <laughs> yeah, it's not as straightforward. Yeah. So like you said, nailed the shit out of her standing Arabian, fell on the series, um, and then came back on floor and vault, lights out, finishing up on bars, had a great routine going, just needed to be normal. Honestly, just needed to stay on and land the dismount. <laughs> and she fell on her double front. So I couldn't see because bars was the farthest event away from me. What was her reaction after the fall? Um, I mean, she seemed kind of like shocked. Um, and then her coach, you could see him in the background. He was like, he put his hands up like, oh no, everybody reacted like that. Um, and then she kind of smiled and she didn't seem upset. She really didn't. I think there was that initial like shock, like, well, I just like messed up. Like I just screwed this up that split second. And then she was like fine um and she was smiling and because like i said when she was talking to the press afterwards she seemed fine so i think she probably pretty quickly came to the realization that hey i still got second with two falls and i won bars given the fact that i just (laughs) fucking fell on my ass (laughs) honestly iconic that is like the biggest flex that you could ever have i am a national champion on bars and i fell and i'm still second in the all-around and i fell twice her power that tells you that she's lethal like when she's on oh yeah to be honest with you this is i think more impressive than like if she had just won it outright with like incredible routines both days i think the fact that she's doing as well as she's doing while making mistakes everyone should be afraid yeah should be afraid jordan third all around she surprised me I'm so happy for her. She did good. She was on the entire meet, both days of competition. I wrote Amazing down. Bolts, um, great, fun floor routines. Two beam routines, the best I've ever seen her do. On I fun. wrote down best me of her life, question mark, because I wasn't sure, because I remember Winter Cup last year. That's the one I always remember as being the best me of her life. What are you laughing at? I'm sorry. I just realized. So obviously we're on Zoom. It says both of us are Ashley Bueller. <laughs> really? <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of creepy, honestly. Because we look the same right now. We have the same hair. Like if we look we very to, much twins right now. If we were to post a video of us, people would be so confused because it literally says my name on both screens. Yeah. I'm so sorry to interrupt. I just realized that. I know you were laughing at something and I'm like, what? Did I like make a mistake? Did I say something stupid? <laughs> no. What was I even saying? Oh, Winter Cup. Winter Cup last year, I always kind of associated that with being her best competition. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like this is the new one. Day two in particular. Like I feel like day two was really it. Yeah. I day thought one was also fantastic. So sorry, you cut out. What did you say? I just said day one was also fantastic. Oh, it was, yeah. Two of her, I feel two of her best all-around meets back to back, which is pretty incredible, given that it was her first elite meet back since the Olympics. And coming off of a NCAA season, you know, she got right back in the gym and she looked great. 
Well, that's the thing. I didn't know what to expect from her, which I guess maybe is why I was so surprised. I didn't know if she would be doing all around here. Um, If she was doing the all around, I didn't know how consistent she was going to be just because she hasn't been training elite skills as long as some of the other girls, actually almost all of the other girls aside from Leanne and Jade Mm -hmm. have been. So yeah, we didn't even know leading up to like the week before championships. We didn't even know if she was going to even be there. Yeah. And then she came and conquered. (laughs) Came and she delivered. I, some people are debating, like, is she locked for the world's team? And I feel like after this, she absolutely is. I think she showed that she's consistent. Well, Beam especially. Like, Beam was always that one event where, like, you just didn't know what you were going to get. She was so confident, so on. Yeah, we always talk about her vault and her floor. And I'm like, wow, is Jordan Childs a Beam queen? Like, is this her new event? Yeah, she was incredible. And then same with Jade, honestly, too. She got fourth. No, she got fifth. The hot topic right now, I don't know if you've had a chance to look online at anything yet. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, well, one of the hot topics right now is Jade's artistry on floor and how she's improved. What's, what's the hot gossip? Tell me everything. <laughs> Middle of Mean Girls reference. Yeah, so the hot gossip right now, some of the hot gossip, other than the fact that Kim Zemeskel and Chris Burdett are getting divorced, which I didn't know. Um, I didn't know either, but Christy, my coworker, didn't say Jim, she knew that. So See, I saw, I saw it on Reddit this morning. So it's definitely going around. It apparently, it's been, a, it's been a year, apparently. Like, it's been a while. Okay, well, anyways, I guess I don't want to, like, get too much into that. But I was just saying that's also the gossip. <laughs> um, The other discussion right now is about, like, artistry. And a lot of people are talking about Jade because the NBC broadcast was really talking about how much she's improved in her artistry. So I wanted your opinion on that. What are you doing? I am trying to get the safety pin off my shirt and it's not coming off i'm afraid i'm gonna stab myself i mean you could just wait until you take your shirt off right no i mean uh, I, i'm i can still talk while i'm fighting with the safety pin okay yeah i'm just watching you like struggle with like a sharp object so anyways i think <laughs> i think jade's artistry is improved i mean is it perfect no but i think that compared to how she was last year or even in, even how she was in college, she's different. I think she's more fluid in her movement. I like her music better, honestly. Yes, the the routine is better in every aspect. It's not as posy. There's still little details. Like I think the footwork could be better. You know, she kind of still has flat feet, not always like pointing it as far as she can. Uh-huh. Um, the extension of movement. I, there's still a little bit that she can work on for sure, but I think she's smiling a little bit more. I think that she's overall more fluid. It's not as posy. And she's working on becoming more connected with the music, which I think is a step in the right direction. Yes, I absolutely agree. And that's not to say that there's like... <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so glad this is not a video podcast. She is literally sitting here half naked now. So yeah, I do not want to get stabbed. I'm literally going all in. Okay, I'm sorry. Anyways, yeah, Jade artistry. Um, is she the she... definition of artistry right now? No. Is she the worst thing that's out there? Also, no. I think we can acknowledge the improvements that we're seeing, and also acknowledge that there's still room to improve. Absolutely, yeah. You know, I think everyone's getting hammered with the artistry reductions right now. Jade's not the only one. Yeah, around the world, like not even just the U.S. Right. It's it's a thing right now. <laughs> it's an emphasis for a lot of people, 
And I think that we've seen improvements with Jay, which is kind of all we can ask for. Just little improvements. And hopefully she continues to improve. Something else I noticed too about Jade is how much more relaxed she seems with the media. She has not been one in the past who gives, you know, super great interviews in depth. She's kind of just short to the point and like you can tell she like wants to get the hell out of there. But I felt like she seemed to be more relaxed and confident and yeah. open with the media. And I think yeah. a lot of people when you look at the comments on the interview that was uploaded to Inside Gymnastics, a lot of people notice that as well. Yeah, so I yeah. wanted to know, I guess, as the person that was there, what was your vibe? Like, what did you feel from that? Because well, I, I felt like just watching. Yes, I totally felt that. It felt like she was elaborating a little bit more. She was a little bit more thoughtful. Like you said, just seemed calm, relaxed, and almost felt like you were just like chatting with her. Mm-hmm. Not like there was a million people with phones and cameras in her face, which is what the scenario actually was. Like she was being swarmed by people, but she seemed like calm and it's interesting because I interviewed her on zoom earlier in the year during the college gymnastics season and she wasn't even that calm and she's improved so much since that yes yes and I'm not like saying that she was like bad or anything in the interview but she was she reminded me a lot of how she was in her you know elite career you know just kind of like short and not necessarily the most like thoughtful with her responses just kind of like giving you like the cookie cutter answers and moving on yeah um, and this time she seemed to be like more reflective and like we got a lot of good quotes from her yeah when I feel like she whoever asked a question it felt like she was genuinely having a conversation with that person who asked the question like she was yeah. looking at them yeah something about it just felt so genuine and I absolutely love the growth I love the growth in her gymnastics I love the growth in her as a person and super excited for what the future has in store for her because I think that a lot of great things are ahead I'm super super pleased with what we saw here at these championships I liked this quote that she said. She said, I've changed my mindset a lot coming into this year for Lee. I want it to feel more like a college meet, more light, more fun. Obviously still serious because it's harder gymnastics than college. But I would say today, meaning day one, was a lot more fun out here than I've had previously. Oh, I love that. She had said after day one. So yeah, you could tell she she looked like she was having fun. And that's what she said afterwards. So I, I just love it. I love that for her. What did you think of Kayla DiCello? She's somebody who, as everyone already knows by now, going off to college, like now, like probably tomorrow. Um, She obviously is in Florida because that's where championships were held in Tampa. So she packed her bags and is going straight to Gainesville after the competition. So um, unclear about, you know, if she's trying for world. She's kind of been a little wishy-washy or leaving it up in the air. Yeah, she won't commit to it. (laughs) Which I think is interesting because, you know, coming away with fourth in the all-around after both days, I think that's where she was. Yeah, she was fourth after day one, too. Yeah. Um, Hanging right up there in the mix, she's honestly, at the very, very least, I would think would get, or at least be in contention for an alternate position at Worlds, but potentially even on the team. So I will say that after Pan Am's, she didn't have the best performance. Not only was she doing downgraded routines, but just didn't have the best performance there. So I didn't really know what to expect from her at nationals but both days of competition she was really good she was consistent again like we're kind of saying for everybody i feel like it's the same story for everyone everyone just looked really confident everyone looked really good it was such a good meet <laughs> like it yeah. really was. this is I, gonna be one of my favorite meets to go back and watch 
probably of all time. I haven't. I started to watch day one. I think I made it to like the second rotation, but I need to go back and watch both meets. I cannot. You don't even know who they show on TV and stuff. No. Um, some of the people around me had the stream pulled up or they had the, the broadcast pulled up. So I could kind of see sometimes okay. it was on TV, but yeah, no, it's all a surprise to me. So I'm, I cannot wait to go back and watch. Cause I had fun being there. I can only imagine what it's like, you know, getting to see more of like the reactions and hearing the commentary, which. Yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll be a trip. Maybe I don't need to hear it. I don't know. It wasn't too bad day one. I think we were all really pleasantly surprised for some reason with day one. And then day two, we like down the tubes. Like it was just bad. Was it bad? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, can't wait to watch. So I did hear that. And I think Jim Castic was the one that said this. The producers are producers from the SEC network. So they were doing like the, the protractor, looking at, you know, split leaps, handstands, all of that. Interesting. That's kind of a smart move. Yeah. And so I think a lot of people liked it. They were breaking down deductions, like the artistry deductions again. That was a big thing. Um, I felt like it was a little bit more informative than what we've had from the past NBC broadcasts. So I will say after watching one rotation of day one, I thought that way too with the broadcast. It seems they have a lot more people involved, a lot more analysis going on. Yep. Andrew Joyce is gone. Yep. Uh, John Lossesberger was there. Yes. He's a part of the SEC commentary. Yeah. And I thought he did really good. So, I mean, anyways, yeah, that's just kind of like a side thought. Um, We were talking about Kayla DiCello. Yeah. I mean, I don't really have anything specific to add other than just like the same thought that I'm saying for everybody. I just feel like she did really good. She could go to Worlds, well, at least contend for Worlds if she chooses. Yeah. And I think she will. I think she doesn't want to commit to it just in case. She probably wants to get to college and see how things go. I mean, obviously she's a freshman and there's a yeah. lot of adapting to do. Big transition. I think that she kind of wanted to see how well she was going to do here. And given how well she did, I think there's a strong possibility that she might decide that she's going to go for it. But I guess we'll see. And then Leanne won, um, unfortunately got injured. I'm not sure. No, maybe you can add some clarity here. She had kind of a weird landing on her beam dismount day one. And so day I, two. Yeah. But I heard people say that she injured herself in floor warm-ups. So I didn't see that. And I'm not saying that's not the case. I don't know. Obviously, there's a million things going on. Half the time I'm typing things before the competition. I'm not actually watching every second of warm-up. So I don't know. Um, I mean, in between, like she went, she was going to floor the next rotation. And then at that point, she hurt herself. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't want to confidently say yes or no. I thought it was on the beam dismount given the way she landed and then also kind of the look on her face Mm -hmm. i suspected that it was on her beam dismount because she landed facing us and like i mentioned already we were right there so like every facial expression and she had an even worse landing day two in my opinion so um under rotating it a little bit and say that can hurt the ankles so i guess i don't know for sure but Either way, yeah, she pulled out of floor and ball both days. Actually, so she she got through the first two rotations, day one, and then scratched. And then turns out day two, she just entered in just two events, not doing all around. It wasn't her intention to do all around anymore, so. 
And she was able to come away with the bar title, well, share of the bar title with Shaylee Jones. Yes. And her bars were beautiful. The biggest thing that everyone was watching, I think, was the hard wash. That was the new skill in her routine. She fell on it at Classics and nailed it both days. So yeah. really also, nice routine. Really good handstands, pirouettes on top of the bar, stuck dismount. Day two was stuck for sure. Honestly, don't quite remember if day one was stock, but it was good. Yeah. Uh, I want to mention this real quickly because Leanne was going on bars, but right before that, um, if I'm remembering correctly, it was Kayla DiCello on floor, then Leanne on bars, and then Sky Blakely on floor. So we had a current team member, an incoming team member, and then... Well, I guess you'd consider Kayla a team member. She's literally going to be a freshman. But then Sky is, she's deferring until after 2024. But yeah, basically you had Florida gymnasts, one after another after another. And the Florida team was signing autographs. So they were in the stands and they were going crazy. Really, I guess for a solid five minutes because they had three routines they had to get through back to back to back. But it was like a college meet. They were all standing up, screaming. They were they were having a great time cheering on the, their Florida teammates on the floor. <laughs> I love that. That's so fun. And I saw pictures of Morgan Hurd trying to get on the Simba cam. Did she actually get up there? So- I was actually in the bathroom at that point, but Lloyd, our photographer at Inside Gym, got a photo of it. So I don't know if she actually got up on the screen, but we do have a photo of her being lifted in the air by Trinity Thomas and Victoria Wynn. So somebody that was there, please let us know if <laughs> she actually made it up there. And then also, I think Spencer tweeted that Shailise and Jordan were also like trying to get up there as well. Yeah, I saw the tweet, but unfortunately, I cannot confirm or deny because I was in the and running back to the arena to make it for the third rotation. <laughs> Do you hear what I said? Mm-mm. I don't know if the audio picked it up because we overlapped. I said you were really taking a shit. I probably was. <laughs> that was all I had for Leanne. Um, the only other people that I had down that I want to give shout outs to, Jocelyn Robertson, nailed her beam routine day one. So it's one of the most difficult beam routines in the competition. It was a 6-1 difficulty score. She got everything. It was one of the best beam routines I've seen her do. Um, And her floor routine that day was also really, really, really well performed. Um, She nailed her one and a half twisting double back. Almost stuck it. She had a very, very slight movement of the feet. Yeah. Best I've seen her do it, for yeah. sure. And then day two floor was also great. Not quite as good, in my opinion, but um, just about. Yeah, definitely the highlight of her day. Day two, Beam was a little bit of a struggle. She had wobbles and she had a fall. Um, Bars is bars, obviously. It's not her greatest event. And um, her vault wasn't as great as it was day one either. So I would say day one was a really great competition. It's a shame. We've talked about this in our preview, but her bars are so much weaker than her other events that, you know, that one event alone can pull her down significantly in the rankings. Yeah, because she got, let me see, I can look at her score because I have it right here. So she finished 18th all around. Um, She got a 10.9 on bars day one and an 11.2 day two. Yeah, Um, and she did win a silver medal on vaults. Obviously, her and Jade were the only ones that did two, two vaults. So she got a medal, but she did look pretty upset after the meet. Um, probably because she didn't make national team, which means she's not really in contention for the world's team. And that has to be pretty hard, I would imagine, for her. So mm-hmm. I feel bad. I, I feel like, you know, she had such a great meet day one and has so much potential, obviously has incredible skills, Um, just needs a little bit more refinement and a little bit more consistency. 
Well, yeah. She had the consistency day one, but yeah, that's the tricky thing with, you know, nationals, Olympic trials, selection camps, even when they're two days, you got to be able to hit both days. Especially with a field as deep as it is right now. I mean, we have a lot of girls who are fighting for spots and, you know, you got to be consistent on more than just one day. So it's really, really sad, but I hope that if anything, it just kind of fuels her to come back stronger next year. I also want to give a shout out to Sienna Olipio. Uh, she got second time beam. I didn't even realize that. You didn't? No, but I'm not surprised. Her beam is beautiful. Yeah, so I, I went back and I watched her beam d- day two um, from today. I didn't get a chance to watch her day one beam yet because NBC didn't show her on the broadcast. But yeah, day two beam was great. I'm assuming day one was also <laughs> obviously great. Second on beam. Hello. Like, <laughs> that is just... Yeah, that's her final elite meet, as as far as we know. She's she's going off to UCLA. Um, this was kind of her last hurrah. So for her to get a medal on uh, arguably her best event, I think that's pretty great. I'm like, take it a world, question mark? <laughs> like for Beam alone? I mean, you could make an argument for Beam, sure. Are her bars good? I don't remember. Um, I wouldn't say they're bad. I mean, she got I don't, a 12 heart value-wise. She got 18th on bars, 12.34, 12.45, wait, 12.35, 12.45. Um, I hope I am making sense. It is now midnight, and I feel like I'm at the point where, like, I'm talking, like, words are coming out, but I'm not, like, I'm not sure if I'm all the way here. So. I mean, I'm following you. I can't speak for anyone else, but. I just hope I'm making sense. You know what I'm saying? The only other senior that I wanted to give a shout out to was our girl, Lexi's Ice. She got seventh all around. And I went back and watched all of her routines. So they actually showed her on the broadcast on bars day one. Oh, did they? Yes. Okay. And there was also a cute little moment where she was on camera with, I think, Olivia Greaves, I think. There was like a, a moment where she was like on camera there at the end too. So I was super excited about that because obviously we love Lexi. We just had her on the podcast. Yeah, seventh all around. She was super solid. Um, yeah. Again, like we said in our preview and like we talked about with, you know, her performance at Pan Am's, not the most difficulty, um, not necessarily the most wow factor, but she goes out there and she does the job super, super consistent. Yeah. And I think she gets a little bit overshadowed because of that. I mean, there's so many big names. There's so many people doing big skills and, you know, she kind of gets overlooked because she's just doing simpler routines, but very, very well. Yeah. I was impressed. Every time I looked at her, she was nailing what she was doing. And, you know, it's really not surprising to see her on the national team, given not only how well she did at Pan Ams a couple weeks ago, but how well she did at nationals. I know. I'm so happy that she's still on the team because they only named top eight. So Leanne Wan, we actually didn't mention that. Leanne Wan is not currently on the national team, technically, but she's going to petition and she will be added. So everybody can take a deep breath. People online are freaking out because she wasn't added, but she will be added. (laughs) She did not look upset. I can promise you after the meet, she looked happy. Um, so I got this. Right. If this was like some devastating thing, she didn't make national team. I think we'd be able to tell. She looked like happy after the meet. So she must be under the impression that everything is fine. (laughs) It will. I mean, I don't know if she'll be fine, like injury wise. We're hoping, of course. But I would imagine that she will be on the national team and she will probably be in Paris in October. But yeah, like not Paris. It's England. But go off. They're saying Paris there's another meet in paris i believe no i swear they're literally saying on the broadcast paris paris olympics <laughs> <laughs> oh my god no. we, 
World is in Paris. No, it's not, Brittany. It's in Liverpool. It's in Liverpool. Trust me. Just trust me on this. It's in Liverpool. All right, fine. (laughs) There is an international competition for the guys. Leanne Juan will see you in Liverpool. There you go. And Brody Malone and Dana Wettenberg are going to Paris. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. There you go. Yes. (laughs) Good job. Um, oh, I was gonna say too, real quick, Lexi's ice. Um, she stuck her beam dismount, her double back. I don't mm-hmm. know if you processed. She was going while Jade was finishing up on floor. Or not Jade, uh Jordan was finishing up on floor. So, <laughs> so I no, was having fun weird. going back and watching the routines and watching what you were watching. Like I was looking at what your eyes were and you weren't looking at her when she's uh-huh. so I wanted to bring it to your attention on the podcast that she stuck her beam dismount. That makes me happy, yes, because I, I could tell you that I wasn't watching because I don't remember seeing it at all. I don't think yeah, I saw well, it. Yeah, hard because Jade was going. Or, why do I keep saying Jade? Jordan. <laughs> Jordan was going. Um, And Jordan was like just finishing up her routine. Like she was doing her last pass when she stuck her dismount. Yeah, I unfortunately when I'm live tweeting, there's certain people that like I have to watch. Well, I shouldn't say unfortunately, it's like I don't want to watch. <laughs> like I can sit here and watch what the broadcast is showing me, but then I can go on flip now and pull up Lexi's ice beam routine like within the next five minutes and see yeah. what she did. And you're like, you have to be like focused on the work that you're doing so you can't really go back and watch anything or right there's no replay exactly if you miss what someone does you just missed it (laughs) was there anything else for the seniors that stood out to you or that you wanted to mention um I think we touched on most of it I I just in general I think it was a great competition um very very exciting I think you know anyone that was doubting the USA hopefully this competition shuts them up because I think it shows that we have a lot of really talented people in the United States and I'm excited for Worlds. Worlds in Paris, right, Brett? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doing the rock on hands. Worlds in Paris. See you there. Um, I dead ass thought it was in Paris. So that's news to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you're doing, sis. But anyways, yeah, it was a good competition. Um, We should talk about juniors really quick. Do you remember juniors? Can you remind your brain back that far? Yeah. Um, Madre Johnson won. <laughs> Yeah, so we have Madre Johnson, so Woga. We had Connor and Madre, Woga dominance here. Woga's back. Jayla Hang got second. Alicia Joe, is it is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Alicia Joe. Although uh, the guy in the arena was calling Al Mueller Al Miller the whole entire competition, so I guess we can't take his word for anything. Really? Yes. That's horrible. He, he has me wondering if her last, her last name is actually Miller. No, it's definitely Mueller. He was saying Miller. Anyways, my my thing with that is that he was saying Zhao, but he's also saying Miller. So, <laughs> and then fourth we had Dulcie Kaler, and then fifth is Stasi. So Madre, lot from start to finish, super super happy for her after getting second last year in the all around. Um, I remember in our preview, I said I had her on my podium and bronze medal position because I hadn't seen her floor routine and I know she was coming back from some things. So I wasn't sure what to expect, but I knew that she had the potential and here she is. One thing I noticed about her, she was just super composed throughout. 
Um, she is again not someone who has the most difficulty, like we were saying with Lexi's ice, but is super steady across the board. Bars and beam, she has lots of difficulty, but her floor and her vault is not the most difficult in the junior field. Um, but her bars and her beam is so well executed that that really gives her the push that she needed. Um, she also came away with a share of the beam title with Audrey Snyder, Jayla Hang. And Miley Lou. So we're getting like world's 2015 bar final energy with this. You know, it's so fitting that we had four girls tie for the beam title because watching the competition and particularly in the junior division, there's just so many good beamers. Like I felt like I was tweeting the same thing when I was doing live tweets. I felt like I was doing the same thing over and over again because it was just, you know, beautiful lines. So good. Great routine. Super consistent. Super solid. It was like the same thing over and over again. Like We just have so many girls that are just beautiful on beam and i that podium is just (laughs) everything yeah those are some of my favorites so jayla hang got second all around like i just mentioned though also a share of that beam title and also vault champion which very well deserved no junior is vaulting as well as she is right now yeah so she looked almost stuck at day one not quite but we have it up on our instagram and our twitter if you want to go look at it um, if you don't have flip now by chance, I'm sure it's on YouTube though. A lot of people upload routines to YouTube, but yeah, she like almost stuck at day one. It's just so high. She like drops it and out of nowhere, it's just remarkable. Don't know how she does it. She told you Ashley that it was her hurdle and her block. Yeah, like yeah, that tracks. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> um, her day two e score was a. I think I meant to put day one actually. Yeah, it must be. Day one was definitely the best ball. Yeah, so I, I that must be a typo on my end. But her e-score was um a 9.25, which is the highest of the entire junior competition. Tiana Samantha Sakara was close behind it. I think she was a 9.2, if I'm remembering correctly off the top of my head. Her vault was the next highest execution score in the whole competition. But Jayla's as steady as they come. She, <laughs> something else I wrote down was she broke the bars curse. I don't know if you felt this way in the arena watching, but everybody was falling on bars for some reason day two. And Jayla kind of got things back on track, it seemed like. Like she was like the one person that went, well, obviously there was more than one person that went up and hey, I'm being dramatic, but it seemed like there were several falls in a row and Jayla went up and hit her bar routine. I'm like, thank God for Jayla. <laughs> got us. And then also nailed her full in on the floor. Yeah, that was a highlight for me. Like, absolutely stuck it cold. Um, She's just incredible, and I think that she is, like, the future. She's going to be a junior for two more years? She's 14. Yeah. Well, wait. She's going to be a senior in 2024. Yeah, so she has okay. one more. Just one more year then. One more season as a junior, yeah. And same with Simone Rose and a couple others. But a lot of this junior field... Parker. Yeah. A lot of this junior field, though, is going to be seniors next year. Yes. Madre Johnson is one of them. Yep. Um, I talked to her after the meet. She said she's nervous, which is the first time I've heard of a gymnast, like, admit that they're, like, nervous. Normally, they give you the same cookie-cutter response, or they're like, oh, I'm excited to be a senior. They say something along those lines. She She looked nervous when she said... I'm nervous about being a senior. 
game time. Well, yeah, I think the U.S. is just so deep that, like, you can be the junior national all-around champion and go to the senior ranks and not make the national team that year. Like, that is a very real possibility. That happened to Caitlin John. Caitlin John was so dominant last year as a junior. Won the all-around, won a couple of events, um, dominated internationally. She won, uh, I don't remember exactly, it was the Pan American Games or the Pan American Championships, or maybe it was both. She was dominating, yeah, really, really good. And then senior ranks um, looks good. Like, it's not that she doesn't look good, but just uh, the field is so strong that, yeah, she didn't even make national team. And I think that this goes to show you how deep things are right now. And then in third, we had Alisa Joe. Um, bars champion as well like I mentioned I would say one of the most consistent competitors in the entire field her name was always near the top of the rankings like she was always top five like I'm pretty sure she was top five the entire way through um, which is super impressive same with Dulcie Kaler she's somebody that I am very 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 excited about um, her potential she's just super confident and clean and she seems so like not faced by anything she's very poised yeah, for being a first year, which obviously she won Pan Am's, her very first elite competition, not even just her first international competition, her first elite competition. Yeah, she said she qualified to elite like pretty much right before going to Pan Am. So she's very, very new to the scene. Yeah, but you would never be able to tell based off that result. And then even how she looked here at this competition to place fourth. She was just incredible both days. And I think she was doing like pretty much the same routines day one and day two. Um, And so like I said, I think for somebody who's a first year junior, that's just super, super impressive. And I think that she's somebody who's going to continue just to develop over time and get even better she trains at wcc so um, i feel confident in their abilities to continue to develop her and she seems just super sweet as well yes she follows she follows the podcast on instagram and she likes all of our stuff so dulcie i don't know if you listen to the podcast or if you just follow us but if you're listening we are big fans of you. <laughs> and also, we're big fans of Tiana Samantha Sakara, which she probably knows that because we're always, like, hyping her up. But I am so sad that she didn't have the meat that she was hoping to have. Um, I think it's incredible that she was able to be in second place going into the final rotation, despite having a fall both days on bars and then a fall on beam day one. Yeah, so she was seventh after day one and really battled her way back in the second day. And yeah, like you said, she was in second place. So she was very much in contention for a medal. But then kind of like what happened with Shailise Jones, she's on bars and has a fall. And unfortunately, unlike with Shailise Jones, who has a lot more difficulty in her routines, she couldn't stay on the medal podium. So she dropped, unfortunately. But she did get a gold on the floor. Yes. So is a national champion. Love that for her. And she's another person that's dominated. Um, we were talking about Caitlin John um, and how she dominated as a junior. And I feel like that's kind of what Tiana's been doing. Like, Every meet she goes to, she's bringing home, like, all of the gold medals, pretty much. Yeah, and you have to remember, this is her first national championship. She didn't qualify last year as a junior. Like, she didn't qualify to the national championship. So, you got to remember that, too. I mean, there was probably a little bit of nerves and probably a little bit of pressure, too, given her international success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's normally when you're coming into a national championship since your first time, you're kind of unknown. It's not really the case for her. She's she's very well known in the junior scene. So there probably was a little bit of pressure there. But I'm happy that she got a gold medal at the least. And, you know, I think good things are still in store. 
Yeah, she made the national team. So she finished ninth, I believe, all around. Um, So she technically was not in a position to make the national team because they take top eight. But they did add her, which I was really glad to see because obviously it just wasn't a good meet for her. She clearly has proven that she has on the international stage the capabilities to score really well and do what she needs to do. So I'm really happy to see that she was added there. And I, I love that in general, she seems to have a really good attitude. That was something on the stream I was noticing that even when she was making mistakes she seemed happy like she didn't seem to be too hard on herself I'm sure there was some disappointment there but you couldn't really tell she always got up with a smile on her face um, and would go to the next event and like crush it um I also really love her presence on floor we always talk about her beam work but I feel like we're not talking enough about her floor routine just a beautiful presence uh, so poised I love that she brings her culture into her routine there's just so much that's good about it aside from the tumbling I don't know I just love her so much and I'm so proud of her I know she's not happy with her performance she definitely looked a little bit sad after the competition but she's a junior national champion on floor and obviously is incredibly talented and she has a lot of people in her corner so it's just the beginning for her and same thing with Ella Kate too didn't have her best showing but she has had a lot going on yeah recently switched gyms um some stuff going on with her family and her personal life and also was coming back for some injuries going into this competition so yeah I didn't quite have the best competition and wasn't doing full difficulty either so um definitely room to improve and she's one of the ones like we mentioned that is going to be a junior still again next year so you know I think she'll be a strong contender next year as well so and she was signing autographs her Simone Rose Jayla Hain all the juniors they had a bunch of little girls lined up wanting their autograph and it's so cute watching them because I see them as little girls but then they're signing autographs for little girls and I'm like it's just it's so cute i know and simone rose also didn't have the best performance here she fell on bars both day but she is a rising star i love her beam work um i I honestly i love her just work in general on every event um i think she has so many amazing qualities and so much potential there yeah i I don't know i I don't have too much to say other than i think she's gonna be a star in the future i think she got eighth on beam here was did you see her getting uh was she like on the awards? I don't believe so. Okay, so maybe she got ninth then. Because they they usually take top eight gets to go up for the award ceremony. But also, I think depends on ties too and stuff like that. But anyways, I don't feel like pulling up the junior scores. But she did really, really well on beam, and I just think that there's a lot of potential there. So. Um, and then also, Khalees Wolford wanted to give her a shout out. I think she has excellent performance quality and a little star in the making. Also, Lacey Saltzman from Texas Dreams. Um, mm-hmm. I noted her as well. I like her on every event. Like, I just, I don't, like, I just loved her. I don't have anything specific to say, I guess. I just loved her on every event. Yeah, I feel that. I watched her and thought it's kind of the same thing. I liked her and I can't necessarily pinpoint what it is. I'm just like, yes, I like you. Her gymnastics is very new to me, so I'm sure I'll be able to watch her more and go back and see, you know, what it is that really makes her stand out. I did know that she had ribbons braided into her hair, which I thought was really cute. It was super, super cute. So yeah, I mean, I think that was 
pretty much everything I had. I think it was a really long weekend. I'm sure you feel that. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of really good gymnastics, a lot of really good things to um, reflect back on, be really excited about moving forward. I can't wait to start thinking about, you know, worlds and where the USA is going to stack up against everybody else. I think there's a lot of debate around that right now. And we'll save that conversation for another podcast because we've been recording for like an hour and a half now and we want to go to bed. Ashley looks like she's about to like pass out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hopefully this podcast made sense. I'm genuinely afraid to edit this back. I don't think it's bad. And, you know, people understand that it's late. It's now 1230. It's midnight 30. (laughs) Midnight 30. Yeah, I think we're just, um, we wanted to get this up because Ashley comes home tomorrow and I knew that if we didn't do this tonight, it was not happening until like a week from now. And I can promise you that's absolutely right. Cause yeah, I, like I said, I'm, I'm in go mode right now, which is why I'm able to come home after like, come home, come back to the hotel after a week of working like 12 plus hours every single day and essentially still continue to work and talk about gymnastics instead of just relaxing um but because like I said I'm in go mode and the second I get home I sit on that couch it's like I am melting into the couch and I'm not getting up for a week yeah so it's a smart idea that we're doing this right now because I don't know if I could do it I need a little bit of a break, <laughs> but it was a fun competition um, to watch. And also for it being my first time, you know, covering an event with Inside Gymnastics. I always dreamed about doing this as a kid and to finally be there. It was so surreal. And yeah. I had a lot of fun. I think it went really well. I'm, I'm happy with how things went. You know, there was times where it felt overwhelming, but at the end, at the, at the end of the day, I, I did it all. You know, I, I, I did all the things I needed to do. And I, I think the content that we provided was really good inside gymnastics is we have a good team. We're providing on all cylinders. We have, you know, videos and social media element and you know, I do all these graphics for the winners and, you know, the obviously written, a magazine. Yeah, the written pieces. And then also, obviously, there's the magazine, too, that's going to come and great photography from Lloyd, who does the photography for Inside Gymnastics. So there's a lot going on. And um, I think we hit on all cylinders. So I'm, I'm very, very happy. And I, of course, I'm definitely biased, but I have to give a shout out to my favorite member of the Inside Gymnastics team, Ashley. <laughs> Um, I saw how hard you were working all weekend and I gave you a shout out on Twitter. I'm sure you have not looked yet. Nope. <laughs> because I just, what'd you say? I said, when did you do that? Um, Right when we got on here. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I have not looked. Yeah, because we've been recording, so you haven't looked. I want people to know how hard you work Um, because I would talk to you every morning and every night and you were always, like you said, go, go, go. Um, whether it was live tweeting, writing articles, getting interviews, uploading the interviews, um, preparing stuff for the magazine. Um, That's the thing, like now having done this, when you're at home and you look at journalists on Twitter, you know, doing their thing, you wouldn't think that it's something that takes all day, but it truly does. Mm -hmm. When I say I was working from eight in the morning till two in the morning, most of the days, it's not a lie. Like there, there is just so much to do when you're trying to run social media accounts and you're trying to write stories and you're trying to, you know, live tweet and prepare interview questions and get videos up on YouTube and, you know, transcribe interviews so you can have content for the magazine. And there's just so many elements to it. Mm-hmm. But I think like, you did a good job. I think you did too. And I also appreciate you and all that. I appreciate the entire team and everything that you guys did. 
I appreciate you and your help because Brittany was also a great help to me. Obviously, she's not employed by Inside Gym. She's just my sidekick. Mm-hmm. Um, but Brittany was, you know, I was in the arena sending Brittany videos that she was helping to edit so I could get them up on YouTube because I had other things that I had to tend to. I had recaps to write and things. So while I was doing that, Brittany was doing a lot of the editing behind the scenes to get things up as soon as possible because that's just kind of how I work. I like to get things up you know, shortly after they happen, not the next day or a week later. Right. So um, Brittany was a big part in helping to make that happen as well. So shout out to you too. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And also the fact that you recorded this podcast after all of it. <laughs> um, hopefully the people appreciate that as well. I know I appreciate you and all the work that you do. So look at this big love fest we have going on. I really am proud of you. I've been thinking about you all weekend. Um, it's because we're twins and I just like feel you on that level. Watching your dreams come true and watching you like live that out um and just seeing how well you handled it all I love you so much and I'm just so proud of you I love you thank you that's sweet <laughs> we should, end right. we should go, go to bed, bed now <laughs> yeah we should go to bed thank you guys for listening we will definitely do a world's recap and we will probably be more in depth and collected in our thoughts this was kind of just like a ramble hang out with us after the meet type thing you know that hippo vibe um i'm not gonna do too much editing with this i'm probably not even gonna do the normal intro outro um i'm just going to slap this up on the internet (laughs) this is is called come hang out with us in tampa even though you're not in tampa but i (laughs) none of the listeners are probably in tampa and if they were they're probably not there anymore when they're listening to this but Um, you know (laughs) you know what like we're just hanging out after the meet that's the vibe and we hope you guys enjoyed it so we will definitely be taking a week off. Do not expect anything from us the following week because we're both going to be dead. Um, not literally, but it's <laughs> for sure going to be like sleeping for a week. And I also have a lot going on, but that's another story for another day. Um, well, we have some interviews that we're hoping they do soon. Yes, we do. And then also our birthday is coming up this week. So that's another reason why we're going to take time off because we're going to celebrate. <laughs> don't know what we're doing yet but that's happening we'll um, figure it out. yeah well yeah. thank you guys well thank you guys for listening and we will talk to you real soon bye bye